she didn't know about Muay uh, Thai fighting. None. <laughs> what do you know about Muay Thai? What do I know about boxing? I'm a diamond promoter. No, wait, that's backwards for Snatch. Sorry. From some far-flung corner of the globe. Wait. The globe is a sphere. How does it have a corner? Shut up. This is the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast. Now with even more Shivo and a few of their traveling friends. Each of them sharing stories of everyday experiences of travels around the world. Hello, vicarious travelers, and welcome to the program. Coming to you from the Whit Sundays area of Queensland on Australia's east coast. My name is Evo Terra, and along with my lovely wife Sheila D, I thank you for following along with our travels around the world. Coming up on the program, our experience with Australian wildlife and how one traveler escaped a Finnish prison. But before we get started... I am very smart. Yeah, normally. But after today, I feel a little less Simon and a lot more Homer. Lord help me, I'm just not that bright. So I have to admit doing something terribly stupid. And for my Periscope audience, who is once again watching me live do this, my biggest apology is for you guys. You see, this morning, we went on an epic, hour-long plane flight over the Great Barrier Reef. One of the things to put on top of your list of things to do, bucket list, whatever you want to call it, you must, you must, you must fly over at somewhat of a low altitude the Great Barrier Reef before you go. Because it is awesome and epic. And it was awesome and epic. And I had huge plans that I executed on to share that epic moment of flying over the Great Barrier Reef with all of my followers on Periscope. I went live with three different scopes over the Great Barrier Reef on Periscope. And I wondered why no one was watching. And then I realized the reason no one was watching is that I used the wrong Periscope account. (sighs) Spent two months building up followers on Op Traveler's Periscope account. Giving them great live content, live looks at the world as we see it, as we travel around this globe. Building up this flying over the Great Barrier Reef periscope. And I completely dropped the ball and recorded it and broadcasted it with the wrong account. No big deal, you might say. Just give us the video, Evo. Yeah, that's not how periscope works live for 24 hours and if you don't have your device set up that way and I don't have my device set up this way it actually deletes the recording so it's gone it's ephemeral that which we saw today shall be no more I am a complete and utter moron and I feel kind of like crap about that <sighs> sorry guys not a lot I can do but enough of that stuff because it is time to start 
episode five of the second season of the Opportunistic Travelers podcast. I have something to chat about, and it's it's this. We've been in Australia now for three weeks. Yeah, right up. Right, three weeks we have been in Australia, and I'm a little concerned that nothing has yet tried to kill us. Well, we've thought that several things have been trying to kill us. Yeah. The snake. Well, so see, that's what I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about the animals of Australia because the animals of Australia, as you know, my love, are quite different than the animals that we grew up with. We have the same animal kingdom. We've just got <laughs> different things, right. right? Once you get down past the, in, what is the insect? That's arthropod, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And once you get past mammal, right? right. Uh, once you get past reptile, mm -hmm. there, is, there is a new one, right? I mean, marsupials. Yes, we haven't. On we the don't same have those. level as mammal. Yeah. Right on the same. Was that kingdom phylum class order? Fam family. 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 It's. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom. Anyhow, yes, I'm pretty sure that's it. Science. You're right. So yeah, well, they have marsupials. Right? right. That's the different thing. But we've seen lots of other things, and I just wanted to talk about the animals that we have that we have seen, and and give give the people on the show a, a kind of an understanding of what we've seen and why we're not dead. I think we're not dead because I haven't licked any toads. When we drive at night, yes. we see a crap ton of toads. Yes. Just hanging out on the ground looking like toads. What did you expect them to be doing? Well, I didn't expect to see that many because we have toads back in America. Yeah, but we, we're, where we're driving is kind of secluded and, I mean, besides the planes that are going by. Right. I mean, I, there's not a lot of activity out here. Right, but you gotta remember, I grew up in the country, and I drove at night a lot in the country. We have toads in the yeah, country. Yeah, but you were young. But I don't not think this you were, many toads. I don't think you were paying attention when you were young. I think I would have paid attention. There, were, there are a lot of crazy toads here. We see them every single night, and you're having people that tell you you should lick the toads. It, well, actually, specifically, they're telling me not to lick the toads. Right, So, because the toads are... My concern is that they think that I would lick toads. That's that's definitely concerning. <laughs> I don't know why people would think I. They're would they're hallucinogenic. They've got some sort of toxin that makes people high. Is that the idea? That's what somebody was telling me today. I don't know if that's the ones here in Australia or just the ones back home. I'm relatively certain it's not the ones back home because I probably did lick one of those toads at some point in time. You're the reason they're they're concerned that's for possible. me. That is possible. So we have the toads, and we also have the green tree frogs. Yeah. Which, oddly enough, don't live in trees. No, they live on this back patio. <laughs> yeah, they live in the sliding, expanding glass doors of the patio that we're staying in. Yep. And that is weird. Somehow they can squish their little froggy bodies to a tiny slit and hide away. Or drop down on me when I open the door at and times. And at night, they do drop down and give you a little spook. They have the little sucker feet. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're green tree really frogs. They're really cool. I wonder if we're evolutionary making them into green glass frogs. Who knows? So we've seen those. We have, so that's, that's, that's reptiles, uh, except for one other reptile. Well, actually, two other reptiles. Yes. Talk, those talk about, I love. Talk about the snakes, honey. So the other day, we were out hiking, and uh, we were up in the rocks 
by the, the water. We, were, we had um, hiked to Swamp Bay through the rainforest, through the wooded area. That's Which backwards. is the same thing. So, uh, and yeah. then um, out to the beach where all the coral was, was broken up and everything. And then we, we hiked up into this rocky area and we'd been hanging out there. I don't know. We'd probably been there an hour, looking, hour and a half. Looking at other reptiles. Yes, what the giant sea turtles yep. that were super cool. And uh, we're just about to leave the area, and um, there's a snake in our path to a, get. Not just a path. A place I had walked by 30 seconds previously. True. Just that walked is right true. there, and there is a snake. Describe the snake. Beautiful. It's a long, not a huge... Oh, long snake, not a short snake. <laughs> hey, careful. Keep going. So, it's this snake. It's not a huge snake, um, but it's it's a decent size. Maybe two feet? Oh, at least. Yeah. At least. Um, that finish, and um, it was an iridescent blue and red and purple on the scales over a brown spotted area. So it was a brown mottled snake, and then mm -hmm. when the sunlight hit it and reflected yeah. off of its scales, it was blue iridescent. Yes, very much so. And so that was clearly a cobra. You know what, everything is not a cobra. Clearly a cobra. No, not a cobra. It was a child's, uh, a children's python is what it was. Or a cobra. Or not a cobra. But that wasn't the only snake we ran across. We ran across another one. Yes. Just like that next night, I think. And it was huge. It was huge. So it was 75 feet tall. <laughs> so two things. Two things here. Uh, one, wasn't 75 feet. Second, tall? What, it was I know, standing I know, up? no, long is what I meant to say, long. Now, it probably was around 10 to 12 feet in length. It was big. Very large python running across, not running across, but lying across the road as we're driving we couldn't back go past. to the house. That's right. We could not go past it, so I had to have you, my love, get out of the car and shoo the snake along. I, it was awesome. Yeah. So I got to touch the big python. Yes. I love them. Basically, we grabbed the python by the tail and let go. I, I didn't grab him. I petted him. Oh. All right. And that did you think him. I grabbed it? I assumed you did something along those lines. I, I petted him. All right. So you basically just touch the tail and scoot it yeah. across the lane. Anyway. So that's reptiles. Well, uh, let's see. That's one, we, two, three, four different reptiles we have seen. What, but what, what we reptiles? saw another one. We saw um, the lizard on Hill Oh, that's Inlet. right. The goannas. Right. We saw goannas. Yes. Which uh, was not a goanna. It was a Komodo dragon. It was not a Komodo dragon. Probably would So there us. are no cobras here. And Come on. There, there, well, there may be, I don't know if there really are kimono dragons well, here. Pathologist, tell me what you got. <laughs> don't call me out. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know that there's kimono dragons here. But I'm not positive. Komodo dragon was a kimono dragon. Yep. It was not a kimono Actually, dragon. Actually, we saw several. One was climbing, just climbed down a tree. Tree, We were at a yep. little inlet. Yeah, we saw that. Um, and the other... Was Two. at the same time, right? They were just walking around the. Yeah, they were the all ground, at Hilt right? Inlet. That's the only place we've seen. Lots of Komodo Gowana dragons. <laughs> was that it for the reptiles? I think that's it for the reptiles. We've not seen a croc. No. Okay, so that's it for the reptiles. I we've think seen so. All the reptiles. Um, insects, other than the giant death moth <laughs> that's 
above us right now that's the size of my palm. Any crazy insects that we've seen? Um, we've seen like some wasps. And... Wasps all over the place. There are probably hornets out here. Yeah. But I mean, they just look like regular wasps and stuff. We've seen oh, and insects. We've seen the um, the green weaver ants. Yep, we've that seen are those all over the place here. They don't bite humans. They just move leaves yeah. around. They're big. They look very nasty with that... like yellow bodies and green sacks on them. Or maybe I got that backwards. I think that's what was on my water bottle today. Oh, probably. They're not going to hurt the... you. They don't. No. They, they want to eat leaves, not you. But I didn't want them in my water bottle. Oh, I get it. I get it. I think that's been it for insects. Nothing major there. Oh, um, we saw Spider, the Huntsman, while we were in Sydney. There you go. I knew we missed something. Yeah. Yes, yes. Giant Huntsman spider, but size of our hand. And from what we understand, that was a baby. Yes. They get they get much larger than that. Uh, but the good news slash bad news is not poisonous. Nothing we've seen so far is poisonous. Oh, right? except for the Komodo dragon and the cobras. Well, neither one of those we saw, so... Right. I don't think so. And then birds. Birds are crazy out here. They're beautiful. So we have wild cockatoos. Yeah. Like they're a, white a episode with yellow. Of Beretta. Yep. Oh, those and are all huge. over the place. And and make the most attractive call ever. <laughs> and by that I mean it's a horrid squawk. Oh my god. It's just atrocious. What about the lorikeets? Lorikeets are small little Slightly larger than parakeet-looking parrots. That's what they look they're, like. That, yeah, Red, they're bright. green, yellow. I mean, just huge. It looks fake. It just looks like somebody, like somebody who did a really bad job painting a bird. Just looks like they only had primary colors. Splots. And didn't worry uh, staying inside the line. Just, just not, not attractive. You know, very colorful, but, but mm -hmm. seriously, what? And they're loud. Oh my gosh, they are the <laughs> loudest, most annoying. All lorikeets should just be taken an end for surgery and having their <laughs> larynx cut out. Oh. Um, and the crows. Crows yeah. sound like uh, wailing cats. Oh, that's sad. That's what they sound like? Yeah. Alright, so that's that for the birds. Haven't seen a dingo. Nope. Haven't seen any koalas, but we have seen a bunch of kangaroos. Yes, we have. A lot <laughs> of kangaroos. Kangaroos were on, on the high on the list of things I wanted to see when we first came here. It turns out they are Everywhere. Everywhere. The kangaroos, Absolutely you can't crazy. you can't not see a kangaroo. Find a dry, desolate, post-apocalyptic Mel Gibson gonna shoot a movie here area, and I promise you <laughs> it will be filled with kangaroos. That is true. That's that probably the true. best place to find them. Or dead on the side of the road. I think that there are just too many and they just get smashed by cars. And it's sad, I don't I didn't do it, but it happens. It's sad because there was a lot of them on the side of the road. Crazy amount. I mean, think of all the times you've seen a dead something as you've driven by. People say, oh, is that like deer in America? No, it's nothing like deer in America. It's nothing like deer in America unless deer in America are found dead every 30 to 40 yards on every highway. Yeah, it's there's a lot of them. Yeah, there is at least one dead kangaroo every mile of the road we drove on today, at a minimum. I think you're exaggerating a bit, but no not way. by much. No way. Go back and look at that Periscope video, and I promise you, but every mile, wait, every 1.2 kilometers, <laughs> let's put it in Australian ease. You're, so, you're so up with the language. <laughs> Anyhow, still no dingoes, still no koalas, still no crocodiles. Platypus. Still no platypus. I don't think platypus are real. I think they're real. I am. I, I don't know that I buy the platypus. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it comes. 
Um, what are there another animal you're looking forward to seeing? The koala and yeah, the koala. Koala drop bears. And the tree kangaroo. Oh, that's right, tree kangaroos. Yeah, we've got right. a look and the those. Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Maybe we'll see them. Hey, who knows? We still have another month to go here in Australia, so. That is true. The we're gonna we're is... gonna head to Mackay, and I hear that you can see them on the way there. Yeah, and we're gonna see there uh, Australians. <laughs> That's the animal life here? It's their own species. <laughs> Sometimes they speak a different language. Yeah. <laughs> Traveled. This year is actually 32 countries. This year? So like since January list. 1? Yeah, well since January 26 technically. Wow, and I thought we were doing good with 13 since January. I can honestly say it's too many. Doing the math for you, that's one country per week. Yeah dude, that's too many. I'm Sky Class. Very nice, and what's your blog? It's skytravels.com. With so many countries under his belt, Sky had plenty of stories to share. But we're on a schedule, so I forced him to limit it to one. Pay attention to this one if you plan on breaking the law anytime soon. Well, I, I honestly have to say my favorite story this year was in Helsinki. Yeah. And it was my afternoon in the Finnish prison. Uh, please share that because now I'm intrigued. Yeah, well, it's a very interesting story because it started off with a ferry trip down to, uh, I think it's called Suomenlila Island. I'm probably butchering it because my finish is still a little weak. Uh, but it's a beautiful, it's actually a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Oh, nice. It is absolutely stunning. Uh, you know, the gigantic ferry goes across there at 5 p.m. from Helsinki to Stockholm. Um, it's original fort where they tried and failed to uh, save off the Russians. Uh, it's got bastions everywhere. They've redesigned it. Uh, at one point, they were redesigning it into a like a, uh, a British park, you know, with the, the gardens and the, the ponds and everything. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm, uh, I'm bad. I got kicked out of the Sistine Chapel for taking photographs. I've jumped fences in Kosovo and to see 800-year-old churches and got private tours because the security guard hadn't seen a foreigner in years and loved to show me around. Wow, that's, those are cool stories. Yeah, well this one kind of topped it all because I went off the beaten path, meaning I went through some bushes, went down to the, you know, climbed down the rocks to the water's edge, and I'm walking along just the shore. There was one fence that I just ducked underneath. It, you know, gave me a good four foot gap. So it wasn't really meant to keep me out. Right. And then there was another fence that, you know, uh, gave me a good six feet between the end of the fence and the water's edge. So I just walked around it. And then the next step was scaling up the side of the fortress <laughs> wall, which was a little harder, but right. doable. I mean, I made it up. It and then, a fortress. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, the side of the island. So, right. yeah, it was a fortress. But, I mean, at the top was just fields and, you know... Um, and then I had to jump another fence, which did have a sign saying no entry on the other side of it. So I figured if I was, I was like, I was in the zone that I wasn't supposed to be in. Ian already. Yeah. Right. And so I actually forgot about my blog post about it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm where I'm not supposed to be. I better get on the other side of this fence before anyone right. catches me. So I jumped this fence and I'm walking around this gorgeous landscape, you know, with a beautiful view of the surrounding islands. 
and I come upon a guy sitting there in one of the wooden benches just enjoying the sun. And he looks at me and goes, hey, what's your name? And I say, I'm Sky, what's your name? And he says, Yasa, you a prisoner? <laughs> and I look and at you him, said? And I, I'm like, no, are you? And he goes, well, yeah. <laughs> and that's when I kind of just get this like little tingly thing going, wait, um, where am I? <laughs> That's brilliant. He looks at me and goes, don't you know you're in a prison? <laughs> I thought he was joking. Right. And of course, you know, I spent the next two hours, you know, and of course now I wish to God I had, you know, interviewed this guy on right. recording. <laughs> wow. It was, and, but it gets better because the Finnish prison system, I can't wait to go there <laughs> as a prisoner. <laughs> okay, so do you know what crime you're going to commit already? Well, his business uh, went bankrupt and he couldn't pay the fees, so they stuck him in prison for three years. Okay. He's actually, he was a um, Sw uh, Swiss entrepreneur, mm -hmm. lived all around Europe and had made it to Finland, started a business, and it went bankrupt and they threw him in prison for it for whatever wow. reason. Now granted, Finland only has 3,200 prisoners in the entire country. So of, I think it's, remember, if I remember correctly, it's something like 34 or 37 prisons in Finland. Okay. And of those, of those, of that number, I think it's about 12 of them are what are called open prisons. Okay. Because usually the first question that I get when I tell this story is, well, if you got in there so easily. They've got to be able to get out. Right. And they can. Okay. Some of them go to college in Helsinki. Some of them have jobs. You can, they can basically do whatever they want with the couple exceptions that they can't go to bars or clubs or things like that. Right. And they have to sleep in the prison at night. I think it's from like 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Okay. Um, at least for the first year, after which they can actually petition to sleep in town as long as they, they all I have, can. yeah, well, no, they all have their ankle bracelets. Okay. Which is why they can leave whenever they want. Yeah. And... They're just monitored. Wow. And he says, like, some of them do escape, and they're just grabbed and pulled back in. And, but it just gets better because, and again, like, I didn't believe this stuff. I had to, I spent hours searching online, and a couple things I still haven't been able to vindicate because <laughs> I, 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 I think I started at the blog post going, I don't know if I'm supposed to write this. Maybe I'll get thrown in prison, which wouldn't necessarily be that bad. <laughs> you are trying to get back in. I just heard that, and it's been recorded now. <laughs> So you said you, you hung out there for a couple hours. Yeah. So did you run into any of the officials? Did you, how did you leave? Did you leave the same way you came in? Well, did the, you leave through the front door? Did they give you an ankle bracelet? I, I wasn't that courageous. Okay. I probably should have been just for the fun of it to see what would have happened. <laughs> but I was- We may not have been talking now. Yeah, it was the next day I was flying to Bangkok. I think I might want to go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> it's and there's only I think it's less than a hundred people in this prison, uh, you know, on the island. So they've got people that may want to get in, but they're refusing them now. Is how yeah. I see it. <laughs> so then I asked them. So I'm like, so what would happen if I walk out the front gate? And he goes, nothing. There's, I mean, in the summer when I was here, there was girls who walked through the front gates and were down sunbathing on the edge of the island the prisoners you know came out to watch and wow. talk to them okay interesting um, interesting i think i might have to go to finland it's it's fantastic. even though it's cold
And that's the show. We're wrapping up our final week in Airlie Beach and really would like to thank our friends Steve and Emily for the use of their beautiful vacation home in the Whit Sunday. Next week, Cassie and Evo discuss one of the best inventions ever for digital nomads, Skype. And we'll do our best to recant the tale of flying over the Great Barrier Reef. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com for all the music used in this episode. For Evo Terra, I'm Sheila D. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast. See you next week from Brisbane. Funding for this podcast and all the great content Shivo produced is made possible by listeners just like you. Visit shivo.wtf slash postcards to pledge your support and get a handwritten postcard each month as they travel abroad. Additional funding provided by Travelsmith, inspiring people to go places they've never been and keeping Shivo looking smart and well outfitted on their journey. And if you want to travel the world, it's cheaper than you think. Visit shivo.wtf, how appropriate, for more details and click on the house sitting link to find out exactly how they afford to travel the world in style. See you next time on the Opportunistic Travelers Podcast. Podcast.